0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is my very great pleasure to introduce the founder of Tree Mission, Alan Briggs, to tell us the story of this remarkable cause. Alan, over to you. Well, thank you, Caro. This has uh, been uh, uh, an ongoing campaign, a uh, deep interest to me to um, develop Tree Mission for for Rotary. Uh, Tree Mission, as you can see on screen, is uh, it's a bit of a play on words. When we originally set this up ten years ago, um, it was in the time of uh, carbon sequestration and carbon initiatives everybody trying to reduce their carbon emissions generally and uh, we came up with this play on words so we're joining uh, emissions with trees and so we have tree mission Uh, it's been a fantastic journey and uh, it's taking me to Birmingham uh, to do the first launch of tree mission uh, that was in 2009, and and there we uh, um, caught up with Kerry Sanderson, who was then the Agent General for of Western Australia, and DK Lee was he's also a past president. He was the president at the time, and um, they were both quite excited to uh, help us launch Tree Mission. Kerry managed to get quite a bit of interest across um, or promotion right across uh, Northern Europe uh, through her role as the Agent General, and then. Um, uh, it's it may be where she's come back and become the governor of Western Australia. So it was a fantastic uh, opportunity for us. What we're about with Tree Mission is aiming to improve the environment. Uh, over the past 10 years, we've moved a little bit away from carbon sequestration to a focus more, as the new logo indicates at the top left, uh, a tree planning conservation initiative. So we're engaging the community um, uh, to improve the environment. And so what we're talking about here is providing this uh, level of education so that initially Rotarians can see, um, you know, what's happening in the environment, what, what's going on. There's a lot of discussion about climate change and impacts on trees and so on, on vegetation and on us generally. So we want to, uh, create a level of awareness there for Rotarians. And part of this is to also say, what are the sort of things we can do to try and assist, Uh, us as we uh, move forward in this period of climate change. And then what are the actions we can actually do as Rotarians to, and one of those, of course, is to plant trees. And we see planting trees as one of the key um, aspects of uh, of Tree Mission, engaging with uh, metropolitan people, with rural people, uh, exchanging cultural um, values and so on, having those discussions and enjoying ourselves out there. Um, As I mentioned, it's also about offsetting uh, carbon emissions and as Rotarians, we use vehicles to travel to uh, our meetings. Um, uh, Essentially, we can offset um, our home uh, emissions and travel, you know, flying off to have holidays and things. Well, if we thought about offsetting our carbon emissions, we've got a place for you to do that. Um, And we're looking into the future saying, right now we're looking at um, uh, private emissions, but further down the track, Commercial emissions as well. So we have that scope under Tree Mission. So the education. Um, uh, where, um, Amy, we do pre- go and present at schools. I've personally been working with the North Belga Primary School and been planting trees there. We want to partner with local rotary clubs, and that's been increasing over the last 12 months. Um, and to in- and have additional clubs informing their members about what's going on and engaging with tree planting as well. So um, this is all part of that education program to get people out and to uh, understand what's going on. Um, we are targeting Rotary clubs, but we're looking also at Rotarian businesses and corporations. We'd like them to be involved and support tree mission. And uh, you know, supporting us with promotion, supporting us with uh, at our events, and maybe contributing to the purchase of plants. And the area we've largely focused on, well, there are two areas, the Eastern Wheatbelt of Western Australia, and I'll describe this a little bit later, and also within the Perth metropolitan area. And we, why we see those is uh, the Eastern Wheatbelt uh, have a great community out there, and they like to meet and mix with uh, the metropolitan people. Um, and we have an opportunity for that as well. And then also in the Perth area itself, just getting people out to come and plant in local areas. And this lovely lady, Rotarian here, here, planting in uh, uh, in the um, southern area of Perth, one of the uh, degraded um, vegetation patches. And that's what we were doing, improving these sites. Uh, I've mentioned earlier, community and commercial planting uh, opportunities, uh, the sorts of approaches we're taking to uh, create this better environment. Uh, on the commercial side of things, we do have state legislation in place which provides security for those uh, commercial plantings, so um, there's a backup for us. And the donations that we anticipate receiving are tax deductible and are made um, through the National Trust of Western Australia, where we have a tree mission conservation appeal established. So that, you can do that right now. Um, now i mentioned the uh, eastern wheat belt and this is just to set the scene for where we um will be looking at quite a, a bit of our focus getting out there and planning in the great there's less than 10 percent vegetation remain natural vegetation remaining in some of these areas uh, or in most of these areas in the eastern wheat belt and our aim is to enhance existing uh, remnant vegetation to extend patches of it provide linkage corridors um and uh uh generally assist with uh stabilizing the vegetation and providing conservation corridors for the uh um, animals that are out there the fauna and some of those are quite rare such as the mallee fowl uh, where we've been working with another group called avon and activate the wheat belt to establish conservation corridors um, around the uh, Gabon and coven region or area Ultimately, um, we'd look at setting up a revolving fund to buy some of these degraded uh, lands um, or farms, and uh, we would then plan and repair them, and then um, identify the good quality agricultural land and improve that on that site, um, enhance the natural vegetation, and then we'd on sell it uh, the property in its improved status, and then um, that money would go back into the revolving fund, and we'd buy another property um, and so we could um, continue using virtually the same money over and over again, hence a revolving fund. As we flagged here, the eastern wheat belt's really suffering from declining rainfall. That's leading to a loss of productivity, and I've mentioned the loss of natural habitat that's already there. Um, So just some visual images on why we should act. Ironically, we range from too much water in some areas that causes erosion because all the vegetation's been moved away and the topsoils are loose and it erodes. Um, in, when it's dry, we have wind blow, so that very sandy soils in some of these patches, areas that probably should never have been cleared in hindsight. Um, some of those areas are valuable for replanting. They they um, uh, take to replanting very well and, and some of these areas have been planted to provide conservation corridors. Salinity is another issue um, and salinity is impacting on the natural vegetation as well. So we can see um, the vegetation is being slowly eroded away by the rising salt levels. Um, uh, So that's impacting the remnant vegetation that's there and it's really critical that we look at how we address that. So what have we been doing? We've been planting trees. After all, that's what Tree Mission is all about and we've we mix with the communities. We have uh, senior Rotarians with their grandchildren out there, the grandies. Um, uh, Rotarians themselves going out and doing um, other extensive plantings. And the top right is out at Queriting, where they're planting on um, areas to reduce the rising salt levels in, around the town. Fantastic pro- projects that have been run by, in that case, Queriting and uh, the Scarborough Club. Bottom left is a more commercial looking planting. Um, But this was done by hand, um, where we've had uh, groups going out from the metropolitan area out to the rural areas and planning by hand in these great long conservation corridors. So we have been active uh, in what we've been doing. So what do we want for Tree Mission? Well, we'd like to be presenting to your club. Um, We'd like to get a Tree Mission champion from your club, somebody who will uh, take on the mantle and, and promote uh, tree planting opportunities and lies with tree mission in general. Uh, tree mission as a an overarching uh, Rotary International program, and, and this is what I mean. We started off as being a district program and then uh, become a Rotary International program. And we'd really like to partner with schools and have business partners as well. Um, obviously, there's a connection between the two. Um, we're currently working with schools. We'd like more business partners to uh, come in and provide that sponsorship and support to the overarching program. We haven't just been sitting around. We have been busy. We've, we have, uh, envelopes that, uh, pick a box and, um, uh, we'll put some money in and send it off to the national trust. That was one uh, way we were doing it. We're about to upgrade our website. So we'll have uh, information photographs and, uh, Presentations and so on on the website. We're getting out and talking to West Australian clubs currently, um, uh, so that's been quite positive recently. I was down at one of the Mandra clubs, did a presentation there on Tree Mission, and we we keep promoting to schools, creating that awareness. I think it was about fifteen years ago we had a fantastic program in metropolitan Perth where nurseries, pre nurseries, were established in schools, and some of those are still in place. We need to resurrect those and starting to connect with businesses. Uh, I produced the uh, uh, prospectus for mission, which is the lighter green um, uh, um, cover sheet on the page there, And uh, and that outlines the detail. It's more like a mini PowerPoint where we can present to businesses on a one-on-one basis. So um, that's our plan. And over the next uh, 12 months, two years, we, we look at developing this further we have been promoting pre-mission, um, around, the, in fact, this was a photograph from in Birmingham at the 2009, um, 100th anniversary or 100th, uh, conference that was held for Rotary International. And it was very successful. Um, you can see, I have, uh, the, um, uh, the envelopes there on the desk and we, we did accumulate a whole range of foreign currency, <laughs> but, uh, more so to have those back here in, uh, for our local clubs, just a matter of convenience to pop in $20 or pop in in the uh, credit card details and send it to the National Trust. And that's that was our way of promoting tree mission at that stage. We have the banners, uh, we've just upgraded banners now. And we wanna get in front of clubs. We wanna get in front of the district people and talk to them about an overarching program. Um, to get out the schools and talk to them and then also do the one-on-ones or or larger board meeting presentations for businesses. So these things are happening. Uh, they're, if they're not happening, they're in train to uh, and being developed to achieve that promotion that we want. So who are the people? Well, we want we've got our committee. We've got a board established for Tree Mission. Uh, initially, that was with the West Perth uh, Rotary Club as West Perth helped uh, set up Tree Mission um in partnership with the national trust Um, since then we've uh, we have representation from the perth rotary club and ewa club is now a uh, very strong supporter of tree mission Uh, i mentioned before we you know we get out to clubs and we talk to clubs We're, we're trying to meet with as many schools as we can to do that critically we need to meet with landowners because obviously without land we can't plant trees uh, local councils are very supportive uh, of anybody coming and helping plant trees, so we'll be linking with local government there. Um, and we have uh, the nurseries as well to make sure we negotiate a good price, of course, to, as this is all a community effort. And then we get the tree planters involved, and that can be anybody from two-year-olds right through to senior sits, grandparents, um, and all the range in between. who just love to get out there and put plant trees in the ground and enjoy the whole atmosphere. So what have we been doing today? Yes, we established this West Perth Rotary Club partnership with the National Trust. We had the support of uh, rotary districts. We have the support, I should say, of 9455, 9465, EWA, Perth and West Perth Rotary Clubs. Um, I've been to the conference, of the 100th conference in 2009, and I traveled around the National Trust of Wales and Scotland, preaching uh, about free mission. Uh, well I was lucky enough to be traveling around with them and we have uh, articles in the National Trust uh, newsletters uh, on an occasional basis Um, their structure has changed a little bit but we still try and uh, maintain that link with the National Trust members so there's a whole um, range of members out there that we can keep in touch with who are not necessarily Rotarians at this stage we have the board Pre-mission board there to develop the, the overall program. We have the tax deductible Conservation Appeal, the Pre-mission Conservation Appeal with the National Trust. Uh, we have a draft business plan. We've got our marketing materials. And as I mentioned, through EWA, we've just um, purchased new banners, new design banners. The old ones were 10 years old. Now we we're up to date. Um, we've been looking at sponsorship and marketing packages, and we have been... Uh, planting trees at Woodman Point, uh, which is south of Perth. We've, we've stand, uh, planted uh, several hectares of trees down there with the Department of Biodiversity Conservation and um, Attractions. We've partnered with Trillium Trees, which was formerly Men of the Trees, and they've, um, uh, we've had some great planting programs with them out towards um, Whiteman Park, and, of course, with the trees as well. Uh, the school, sorry, we've been planting uh, trees at some of the schools around perth uh, through the good work of Bell divers club rotary club we've we've um, now have a new uh, logo for tree mission quite a catchy one up the top there um and we've uh we've presented engaged with rotary clubs uh, we've started to work with property developers which has been a little move and again we will be working with the um, mandra uh, Fraser's Landing Group and on National Tree Planting Day, we'll be working with them and the City of Mandra to do more tree planting. And uh, we've we've also been working with the um, in the Midland Midlands area um, to uh, in the Swan Valley uh, with another property developer out there who've been re redoing or re uh, replanting the conservation area. Uh, in the Bushmead Rifle Range area, which has now become a property development area. But there'll be a, a large uh, natural area that'll be handed back to the government eventually. And we're working in partnership with them. We're also looking at pursuing incorporation so that we can keep expanding the program. I mentioned Activate the Wheatbelt previously, going out to Ben Coven and um, Gavin in that area and, and uh, helping to establish conservation corridors for mellifowl. So quite exciting uh, progress so far. So, our next steps develop the sponsorship. And in this case, initially, we we're looking at seeing whether each Rotary member would donate uh, $20 to the Conservation Appeal. Um, we have about a thousand members, so that gives us uh, $20,000 to keep the program rolling over, buying seedlings, supporting programs and things. And remembering that this $20 is to offset attendance at meetings. So, you know, it's a feel good sort of thing, but it's a very positive move for us to. Uh, Raise the funds. We'll continue our presentations at schools, businesses, and corporate entities. So we've got the prospectus to help with the last two of those, and doing got the banners to do the presentations at schools. And we're looking at um, securing endemic plants. So we're looking at when we plant an area, we're not planting foreign species plants. We're planting plants that should be in those areas, so they're endemic to the area. Uh, and we're looking at how we keep and keep developing or getting access to planting areas. Hello. Sorry to come in, but could you you you, you just completely went missing? Obviously, had a, you had a had a bandwidth glitch there. Could you repeat um, perhaps from the, from the uh, just after where you talked about the uh, twenty dollars per person? Oh, this is on the next steps. Yeah. yeah. So we heard that we heard about the twenty bucks per person. Perhaps if you could go on, if you could repeat the bit after that, please. Okay. Well, I'll just say. I'll start from the next steps then. Uh, I'll go back just so I refresh where I am. Okay, progress today. Right. So no, that, that slide—that slide was fine. Yeah, this one—it's—it's where that where the, the interface yeah. I'll, I'll start. I'll say next steps and running run through this one, Kerry. Okay. Yep. So our next steps. It's quite exciting. We really want to have sponsorship from the Rotary Club members themselves. So uh, remembering this is uh, about offsetting um, the carbon emissions that have risen from attendance at meetings. Um, and it's a, it is a tax-deductible donation to the National Trust or through the National Trust to the Tree Mission Conservation Appeal. So if we can get that, there's 1,000 members, that's $20,000. And that's a great uh, way of keeping the tree mission program going at little expense to all the members themselves directly. We're looking at doing presentations in schools and we've just, uh, through EWA developed new banners to help with the visual impacts there. And we have the slide presentations and we have the prospectus for business and corporate presentations as well. So we, it's quite exciting as we're going forward now with the next steps. Um, we I've mentioned planting quite a bit and, and, the plants we use are essentially endemic to the areas that we're planting in. It's very important that we're planting native species back in these areas, um, and so that's been a key focus. So it's uh, very much a conservation initiative in that sense as well. And then uh, getting access to planting areas is a key. So we're working. We'll keep working with local governments. We'll keep working with uh, property developers. We'll keep working with landowners so that we can get access to planting trees. And if we don't have the land. It's difficult to plant trees, of course. But so far, so good. And what we want to do is, having gone through this, is capture what's been going on and communicate our successes locally uh, so we can go and talk to people in person about it through the media. And that includes uh, uh, newspaper articles as well as Facebook or the electronic media and within Rotary itself. So we really want to get some excellent articles together. That means taking photographs, writing short stories, and getting it out there, Communicate our successes, the success of the whole program. So, in a gum nutshell, we're targeting the eastern wheat belt because it's sub so economic due really to declining rainfall and the impacts it's having on uh, out there. We could roll that up in the saying climate change. It's a popular buzzword now, but essentially that is what's happening. The, east, the rainfall is moving from the east to the west. And it's drying up out there at the moment, or currently, and uh, we see great opportunity to be planting trees out there. <coughs> Many of the existing reserves are degraded, and what we want to do is, is consolidate those and extend them, extend their boundaries by planting around them and enhancing them. Farmers are walking off the land; they're finding it too difficult. With although this rainfall that's going through now might change things for a little bit, it is still drying, and farmers are still finding it difficult to make money out there. In the metropolitan area we have land still being cleared and, our, and we see that as an opportunity um, but the real opportunity in the eastern belt is to address rising salinity and the wind and water erosion that i've previously mentioned and the other opportunities to offset your personal rotary and business carbon emissions so uh, making it all a better environment for us and our descendants remember all all appeals to the conservation um, appeal are tax deductible through the national trust who've been supporting us through this initiative so finally to contact us get in touch with colin and tina arthur and myself here our email addresses there and uh, we will get back to you so thank you very much and look forward to seeing you out on one of our planning activity days best wishes